0: Good afternoon and welcome to episode 163 of the HHH Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Howard Kravitz. We are here on a beautiful Saturday afternoon for live coverage of two fantastic graded stake races at Saratoga. The grade one Vanderbilt and the grade two Jim Dandy. It's already been a fantastic day at Saratoga and the best is yet to come here in the next hour. Please make sure you subscribe there on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. Folks, we need to raise those uh, subscriptions. The only way that we can bring to these live shows and other uh, great pieces of information like the Race Day blog and have you know fantastic guests for you is subscribe. So if you're watching and you've not subscribed to the channel, please make sure you do that. Also hit that notification bell, which will tell you when new content will arise on the show, such as this live podcast, then smash, smash that thumbs up button also. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. That will tell uh, YouTube analytics that the HHH Racing Podcast is a great show to watch. Of course, you can reach me on Twitter at hkravitz. I've been very active today on Twitter and also hkravitzhorse at gmail.com. Uh, My co-hosts, Pete, Visco, and Paul, however, will be in and out on today's show, Um, so we're not going to bring them on this very moment. It will be me for a decent amount of the show, but we hope to have Pete and Paul intertwined within the uh, show as well. A few quick uh, reminders. Of course, you can follow us uh, through audio platforms on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, and Anchor. We have a race day blog that uh, many of you know about. If you don't know about it, it's been excellent today. We just had a winner with Mr. Chairman at a solid uh, two to one. Had the exacta there as the top two choices on the blog uh, 5-2. Also had an exacta in the first race day that paid $28, I believe, for two. My play of the day, Big Bobby ran just fine as I thought he might finish a solid third. And the dollar try paid $990. I know Brad Anderson, uh, my good buddy Brad Anderson, had that try, uh, which you can find on Twitter. As he keyed, again, one of my favorite vertical plays, king a long shot underneath in second and third in the try, wheeling, and it worked out. Uh, so hopefully uh, you'll do that. Also, we have a podcast pool, which I will be uh, emailing information to many of you. All of you that are on the email list will receive that especially those of you that are part of the the podcast pool in June, you will receive that tomorrow through an email. So Sunday, check that out as well. I think it's a good time to bring in uh, one of my co-hosts here. I see in the green room. It looks like he's about ready to go. So let's bring in uh, one of my co-hosts. He is from the Saratoga Special. I'm sure he's been watching the races already today. Let's bring him in. Also author of a fantastic article, uh that you can find about myself and uh and the show uh so again thanks to paul for that let's bring him on right now from the saratoga special paul halloran paul how's saratoga going for you today so far uh actually howard
1: that last race was the first winner i have had so i'm hoping to be hot late
0: okay well i'm alive to the pick five to jackie's warrior the middle pick five for uh 465 full full disclosure I would take it. I was hoping to beat the Chad Brown two two races back, but I, it was it was one of those to Chad or not to Chad. And I used him defensively and uh, pick five would have blown up a lot bigger than that. But listen, I'll take it. Uh, so now I'm alive. to Jackie's warrior. And I feel weird, Paul, because I, I, I sort of wouldn't mind seeing an upset. I actually do have in the late pick five. I do have Willie's boy as a backup. That's the only backup I have. But. Um, Before we get into a lot of other things, Paul, just out of curiosity, how would you play this pick five yourself? I'm assuming you're alive to any bets you have.
1: Yeah, I used the five as a lone A in that race. Um, I used a couple of Bs and three Cs. This race, I have Jackie as a lone A, and I used the two and three as Cs only. And in the next race, I have as my A's Epicenter and Zandon. And I actually have early voting as a B and tawny port as okay. a C. And then in the last two legs, uh, I have two A's in each leg with some backups.
0: All right. So it looks like you've got some uh, good coverage here. Let me switch the uh, background to something a little bit different. I here. forgot about
1: the but, middle pick five, Howard. Uh, I think I got Yeah, they've got, got that mandatory.
0: Legs. I decided to I dig in the hat, by the way. Um, and I got a Saratoga hat number two. I told you I went on that Saratoga. shirt. Howard, I have a black polo shirt with that exact design. By the way, I got this. You know where I got this from. Impressions of Saratoga. Good call, Paul. Thank you very much. Um, great place. Listen, We got a lot of people. Let, let's see who's on the show here right now. We've got uh, Christine Races watching right now. I'm not familiar with this person, Klaas Um I don't know if that's pronounced correctly, but uh, whoever this is, thanks for joining the show. You look like you might be new. Uh, we got Horsey Davis here, who is live at Saratoga. Paul, we got someone who's watching. I love this. They're at Saratoga nice. watching the show. Beautiful. From, from Section F, Row J. Uh, so Horsey Dave, hope you're enjoying yourself. It looks like an absolutely gorgeous day there. A lot cooler, Paul, than it looked last weekend. And I can tell because the crowd The crowd on the apron is is much bigger than it was last weekend. Obviously, there's some bigger races, but the weather is obviously uh, much better. Brad Anderson, there he is, Big Bobby. Great job, Brad Anderson. Hit that dollar try for 900 plus. We got Val Places here. Uh, Hey, Philly Joe Metka. Joe, how you doing, buddy? Another one of my traveling buddies from uh, Saratoga last week. Joe, thanks for uh, joining the show. Appreciate it. We got David Lupo here. Tom Espinoza. We got a lot of people here, Paul. So, Paul, I know you're going to be sort of in and out today. Just I've already told the viewers. Um, yep. I, I believe Pete's going to be here. I don't see him yet. Maybe I misunderstood. But, I, uh,
1: yeah, I thought he was not.
0: He's not. Okay. So it'll be just Paul and myself, and sometimes just myself. But that's okay. So, let me just set the stage for everyone, Paul. We do these live yep. shows once in a while. We're going to be doing another one for the Travers, but the Travers Day one actually will be live from the OTB in Villa Park called Crazy Poor, the Crazy Poor OTB. And if I may, Paul, just want to bring up uh, something because the promotional, um, uh, let me just, as, as I'm talking, I'm getting it up on the screen. The promotional poster, sorry, just came out for that through Hawthorne. Let me uh, get it up on I the screen it. right here. I, saw just, it. Yeah, I, put, I put it out on Twitter also. Let me just share this real quick and then we already got into the races, everyone. Don't worry about it. Uh, but they're up. Oh, oh, we got a little, got a little tech issue. All right, it's it's acting up a little bit. Um, okay. Well, anyway, we'll we'll get it up in the screen. But anyway, I'm going. Eh, I'm gonna stop sharing and try again. Um, let me try one more time here. That's that happens sometimes. I don't. There we go. So there it is. If you are in the Chicago area at all, the HHH Racing Podcast. Myself, as you can see on the screen there. Matt Miller, we will be doing a live show on Travers Day at the Club Hawthorne in Villa Park, which is called Crazy Poor. Um, it's $35. Uh, by the way, this money goes to Hawthorne. This money does not go in to the pockets of myself and Matt Miller, just to let you know. But it's 35 bucks. You get appetizers, a race program, and then you get to hear Matt and I chop up pretty much a late pick four, late pick five on Travers Day, and we've... And Matt and I get to bet $1,000 and we all share in the winning. So it's sort of similar to the podcast pool. It's just for one day. If you like, if you're in the area at all, you'd like to find out about the podcast pool, go to HawthorneRacehorse.com. You can see at the bottom of the screen. We'd love to see you there. Again, this is a live show. We'll be at the OTV live. This is really a cool thing. I'm really excited about it, Paul. Uh, First live appearance. Hopefully we can make some people some money uh on travers day uh paul let's get into the vanderbilt here and i i'm looking at my phone here we've got what about looks like 11 minutes is that what you see uh i see about 10 minutes 11 minutes to post about you see that uh,
1: so as as
0: as we're getting ready for that we just want to make clear to everyone uh we know that big fox the big fox network is covering these two races i've got no problem if you want to put it on but do us a favor Turn on Fox, and then just mute it. Right, Tur- turn off the volume. You can watch what's going on there, and you can listen to Paul and I talk about these races, give our live reaction, etc. Now, I do not have uh, a broadcasting rights to uh, Naira or to Fox, of course. So, we're not actually going to be showing the races live. But what we're going to be doing is talking about the races as they go on. I have a screen on the uh, to the right of me. I have a screen. I'm sure Paul. Has another screen or laptop or whatever available. And we're going to be commentating and talking about the races as they happen. Now, I'm also fully aware, and I think some of you know this, there's approximately a six to eight second delay, which means as I'm talking right now, whatever's happening in real time has already happened. So when we talk, when Paul and I say the horses are loading into the gate and they're about to go off for the race, they might actually have already gone off. So as you're watching the races at home, you're going to be ahead of what Paul and I see, but that's okay. It'll be fun. You can get our reaction. And again, just turn off Fox uh, with the audio and listen to us, Paul. We're going to bring up the, um, the Aquabase entries here, the PPs, and we'll talk about the Vanderbilt. Obviously the story here is Jackie's uh, warrior. Let me go ahead and bring up the uh, screen here right now. There it is. All right. We got the Vanderbilt. Of course, it's happening in approximately 10 minutes to post. Um, it's a small field of six. It's six furlongs, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Winning, you're in. It's a Grade One, of course. Paul, the big story is Jackie's Warrior. Um, we're going to assume that uh, you know that some people did not see our show Thursday night, so we'll talk for about five minutes about this race. I'll bring up the PPs. Uh, Paul, why don't you talk about your feelings of this race, Jackie's Warrior, the obvious monster, and probably what ninety-five percent of the people have this horse singled in their uh, pick five. I would assume.
1: Yeah, it's a case of, you know, anything can happen and they have to run the race. But as we talked the other night, Howard, on our show, you know, it's not like Jackie's Warrior is up against, uh, you know, an Aloha West or, you know, another top level sprinter. I mean, the horse from Gulfstream's a good form. New York traffic is definitely a better one turn horse. We talked about that. So if he's going to stumble, that, that could be it. But he is, uh, he looks tough to beat here.
0: Yeah, now, in to, from a wagering standpoint, because we have to talk about vertical wagers here, um, would, is this a race that you're just going to let, – let's put us on screen and talk about this, Paul. Is this a race – obviously, you can't put a – well, I suppose you could put a win bet on Jackie's war, but who in their right mind would would do that? Paul, how would you play this vertically? Are you Would you just cold punch an exact uh, – uh, there's no show betting here. I'm I'm sure the bridge uh, – there could be some place bridge jumpers. Is this a race you would just watch, or do you actually have a betting strategy vertically in this race, Paul?
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to watch, uh, you know, being alive in the pick five. If I were going to if I were going play it vertically, I would punch 4-3, period. Okay. Um, I think that's really the only – well, oh, let me say this. If you're playing it vertically, you know, I, I would also, you know, if I were going to look to play a double, uh, obviously another cold punch – I would be going to my friend Zandon, who you badmouthed on the air the other night, and uh, he and I, <laughs> oh, I he and I have that. talked about it, and uh, uh, Mr. Brown's aware of it, and uh, we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> is he really? You contacted Chad and told him that I have no. Known. But I, I'll that what, tell you what. Is that, I will, is that what uh, you I want? everyone to believe out there in, in TV land? Well, be careful. I I could when I see him on Wednesday. So do you just be careful, there, Well, give give Mr. Brown my best regards. <laughs>
1: Boy, I'll tell you, uh, listen, you were right about that one Howard being an underlay, that mod horse. But boy, his horses just find a way to get there, don't they?
0: They really, I mean, it was a slow pace, too. I thought I was in trouble. I had four horses. And not a great my, trip, right? Not. I, I had four horses in my pick five. And, of course, they were walking on the lead again. Um, and I thought, that I don't know why the nine was like three lengths off the pace when they were going 49. Anyway, whole other discussion. I, I, I was afraid I was going to lose with the, what was it, the two, I think, on the lead. And, um, uh, you know, Ira knew what he had. But anyway, let's get back to this race. Uh, In my opinion, I talked about this on the show. I'm not going to say Jackie's Warrior is vulnerable. That sounds stupid. But there is other speed in this race. Knee deep in snow is fast. A 123 early time form really only knows one way to go. You have to believe Santana is just going to send, right? Now, the horse that I really want to talk about, which could have an effect on the race, and I talked about this Thursday, and by the way, we've got a lot of people watching live, Paul. Thanks to everyone watching live on YouTube and on Twitter. Please put your comments in the top right-hand side of the screen, whether you've, been on the, whether you've seen the show, whether you're new to the show. We have live comments on the top right-hand corner, only on YouTube. You got me on YouTube to get live comments. Put those comments up, and we will react to them. But I talked about Dr. Abster on the show Thursday. And the reason I did is he's trained by Jorge Delgado, and he's very fast early. People are thinking, Howard, he's way too slow. He can't win. I agree. But my personal choice in this race, or at least for second, Willie Boy, the two, is also trained by Delgado. Now, Paul, I I don't know their strategy. I mean, Jackie's warrior obviously can take pace pressure and win a race. I mean, he's proved it before. So I'm not suggesting that Doc Amster is going to create Jackie to lose. But it sure seems like Jackie's just not going to get completely loose in this race, right or wrong? Uh,
1: possibly. Yeah. I, well, I think she's go- he's gonna. he's going to get loose at some point, maybe not in the first, uh, two furlongs, but, uh, okay. you know, He remember he, he sat off, uh, life is good. As you <laughs> recall, and that that was an odd ride by Mike Smith. He brought life is
0: good back. And, uh, uh odd that that's a very, that that's like <laughs> the iceberg comment you made about <laughs> Thursday. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so I, I I don't think Joel is going to be on a suicide mission, but um, I also think he's bright enough to know that those two horses that are going to potentially be in front of him aren't going to beat him. So even if he's behind those uh, those two, you know he's still looking at Willie Boy and and Long Range Tardy, who hasn't won in in quite a long time. So uh, hey, look, they got to run the race. It's uh, Saratoga. Um, you know, it's a good race to watch. And, you know, as I say, if it's it's early in the pick five, but I am alive uh, as to, with a, a lone a in the first leg. So I will just, and, and if he does stumble, I, I have two C's here that would, that would let me go two by two by two the rest of the way.
0: Vale place has got the right ID. He's got Fox on, but he's got the ear plug on us. Perfect. That's exactly what we're talking about. Vale appreciate that. So, I, I'm gonna. I'm looking at my other screen now. Here, I want to put it up here. So I've got. I see two now again. Even watching Three on YouTube is probably. I got it on TV,
1: like, Howard. They're in. They're in commercial. I. I. I have a TV I, on as well. I got well. two
0: minutes. I actually got two minutes on. Uh, on. I'm watching this through the DRF bets feed. I've got two minutes. Um, again, the timing is not gonna be exact. Paul and I, uh, might actually, Paul. What you are you watching on TV or are you watching on a computer? Yes, TV. TV? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, because uh, I don't want to, we should be trying. We, ideally, we should, um, I don't know if you have this capability or not, Paul. If you don't, that's fine. Um, I don't have a TV in my study here where I'm watching. And so, um, although I could put it on, I'll tell you what, as we're talking, you said you're watching on TV, right? I am. Is that right, Paul? All right. Here's what yes. I'm going to do. I, Paul, why don't you go ahead and, and, and talk about, the, you know, the pace complexion of this race just for a minute again. Maybe New York traffic you can touch on while I – I'm going to go ahead and see if I can get the TV here on the internet um, so we're actually watching at the same time. Otherwise, it's going to be a little weird. So what about New York traffic here? Uh, has been very good sprinting. Uh, listen, I mean, he, he can certainly get a piece of this, right?
1: Yeah, and Safi Joseph had a winner earlier uh, in the card um, – he has kind of woken up a little bit. So uh, uh, cross traffic is uh, proven to be a good sire, especially of New York breads. You know, I love seeing the, you know, certainly as someone who covers New York breads, so you love seeing a New York bread taking a swing like this. Um, again, I think that's the most likely if if Jackie stumbles and stubs his toe, uh, I could see New York traffic sitting, you know, I would think I is, is, is going to, Keep Joel right, not let it not let him get too far away and, and maybe, you know, hopefully take a run at him in the last uh, sixteenth. You know, New York traffic has run uh roots. Obviously, ran in the Kentucky Derby uh, two years ago. Uh yeah. and they started shortening they, they after that season. Uh didn't run after the preakness, of course the preakness was in October. Thank you, COVID. Uh they 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 came right back at seven, came right back uh, after a about an eight-month layoff, and uh, yep. right to seven furlongs. So.
0: Paul, by the way, we have a hun- over 100 people watching on YouTube right now and many more watching on Twitter. Great follow. We really appreciate everyone watching the HHH Racing Podcast live. Now, Paul, here's what I want you to do. Go look at your TV. Tell me exactly what you see because I want to see – right now I see uh, Joel Rosario. They're doing like a uh, – yeah, right, Maggie. Ma- dead on to Maggie right now on horseback. You got Maggie on horseback, okay? So I, so I'm on. Uh, okay, right now they just switched to Jackie's warrior. So I'm yep. uh, again. You're, you're watching close. on actual. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I,
1: it's pretty close.
0: Okay, now I see Maggie. So here's all right. Here's the situation. Because you're watching on live network TV, and I'm actually watching on the internet through my provider. I'm actually a few seconds behind you. So what I want you what we're going to do, Paul, is I'm going to commentate the race um, and you can sort of piggyback off me. You're going to be about two seconds ahead, Paul, and everyone else is going to be about six seconds ahead. So, folks, we anticipate this. We fully realize that this is going to happen again. We don't have broadcast rights um, for Naira or for Fox, so I can't legally I could probably show and not get in trouble, but I prefer not to risk that. So when they break, Paul. Um, you're gonna be actually ahead of me. So um, I, I guess we have a choice, but I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and commentate. But again, you'll know a little bit ahead of uh, myself uh, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I think most uh, people
1: who are watching us, how, would have a TV on
0: somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So again, um, and I, I apologize, to everyone. I don't, uh, I'm watching this through the internet. I see Safi now on screen who's uh, got New York traffic, looks a little anxious. It's, you can't blame him for that. Um, it's about post time, folks. Again, uh, the race is going to happen, uh, you know, uh, for on your end, ladies and gentlemen, before it happens on our end. Uh, we fully realize that. Um, I personally need Jackie's Warrior for uh, $465 pick five. So I definitely want Jackie's Warrior to win, although it'd be cool to me if, if Willie's Willie boy wins Right now, if I can get it in, I'm putting a, I'm I'm cold punching a – I'm cold-punching a 4-2 exacta right now on my phone. If I can get it in here – okay, I got it in. So that, that's my play here, 4-2. I'm not getting cute. Uh, final, as they're going to the gate here, what's, again, your final vertical play in this race, Paul? 4-3. Okay, so Paul's going 4-3. And as I said on my blog, I'm going to do a very small win bet on the two – just in case he wins, I do have the two also as an extreme backup in my pick five. And if you're wondering, why is not Howard looking <laughs> at the camera? Because I'm on my phone betting. That's what I'm doing. Steve, all right,
1: Steve Asmussen is in his familiar place down around the eighth pole, down on the rail with the
0: yeah. Um I've got the three about going. And again, I'm, I'm assuming everyone at home—they're almost all in the gate. So good luck to they're everyone in. in the. are oh, all in. Good luck to everyone in the Grade One. Vanderbilt, Paul is going to be sort of piggybacking off of my uh, commentary. I believe the one, or especially the six, is going to show a lot of speed. Uh, We'll see what happens. Paul's like, I already know what's going to happen because the start probably just happened. Uh, On my end, uh, the six is going in the gate. And here we go. It's a grade one Amsterdam, which already has gone off on your end. We're live here on the HHH Racing Podcast. Saratoga, fantastic races today. Uh, all right. So, looks like a pretty clean break. The one did not get off great, but the outside horse, yeah. So Doc Amster is absolutely gunning. Jackie's Warrior is fine. He's second. I, I. This is about what I thought. We we talked about this, Paul. That Doc Amster was just absolutely going. Jackie's Warrior just got into the two path on my end. Willie's Boy is in a very good spot. Also, Jackie looks very confident. Uh, just in hand. Twenty two and. Two, Not that fast. I'm expecting Jackie to blow by the 6th at any time. Willie's Boy is following Jackie. I I sort of like my 4-2 possibility right now. Jackie's just cruising in hand, not even being asked. It blows by, and here comes uh, the rest of the horses. It looks like Jackie again in hand. Willie's Boy, they're all going a little bit wide. Uh, Let's see if Willie's Boy can get in second here for my exact... Jackie's... this, This thing looks like it's over. Uh, I know it's probably over for you, folks. Come on, just two for second. Uh, no, it looks like knee deep in the snow is going to get second on the outside. And yep, all right. J- oh my goodness, look at this. <laughs> right, <Ride. laughs> Jackie. Oh my lord. One oh nine and three in hand. Paul as easy as possible. Uh, Doc Amster did what I thought, um, but this Sean? Uh,
1: there's Sean Sean Clancy walking with uh, Mister Asterson
0: Oh yes, there he is. Can, yep. you, can you hear me? Hey, Sean, I just saw you last week. The special.
1: No. We, we get behind this. We're, we're in the trenches at the Saratoga special, Howard.
0: Uh, shout out to Seth Murrow, who was on our show, by the way, on Thursday, and said he would cold punch either 4-1 or 4-2. Uh, Sean, or sorry, um, Seth, if you're listening or if you listen to this, I hope you have that one at 22-1. to 1. By the way, I've never seen Deep in Snow close, ever. <laughs> his life, so I don't know if that was planned or not, Paul. But uh, I, I have no no shame in my four two pick. I mean, Willie Boy ran fine. He was never getting to Jackie. No one was. Um, he finished a, a solid. I think he got third, right? A solid third. Uh,
1: yeah, the, Paul, the, the three. The three ran awful, but it doesn't matter. Howard, I, I you know, I'm gonna be. Thursday morning watching workouts at the Oklahoma and the main track. And you're going to see horses asked for more in workouts than you just saw on a grade one race on national TV. This is a really, really special horse. I don't care what's in the field. You know, I don't want to hear about how soft he does what he has to do with the breeders cup being a, an exception.
0: I mean, he was unbelievable They're They're interviewing Joel right now. Um, I so I don't know, I'm sure he's saying wonderful things. I'll tell you what I really like about this effort, Paul, is we we've we, we, we we've seen him rate, but not maybe as effectively as this. Now again, this was a weak ass field. We all know that. No disrespect to the rest of the horses. But the way this horse is relaxing now, I mean, if he can do that, um, he might not lose the rest of his career. And I'm not even joking however long that lasts. Now, Again, it was a soft field. I love the way he rated. I think the key was getting to the outside. Now, if he was on the inside, he probably would have won anyway. But Joel just gave him a perfect ride. It's almost as if, Paul, they knew that Doc Amster was just going to gun and he was going to come around. Like, it almost seemed like they knew that was going to happen.
1: Yeah, I just think they were totally unconcerned with what the other horses <laughs> were going to do. You know, uh, honestly. Fair. And you saw Joel going into the turn. He was inside the six at one point, And then he just said, you know what? screw this i'm just gonna get this horse in the clear go buy when i want and you know i, I would tell you this horse could he could run in the nightcap tonight it, it's just well, veiled places right rosario never ever asked this horse not at any
0: point well i accidentally joked on the show thursday they could run in the gym dandy i'll tell you what he probably could run in, in 25 minutes an hour and at least be a factor for six furlongs again they're showing yeah the they're replay. showing
1: the, the replay yeah the six Go goes ahead. and 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 jackie outbreaks everyone else and joel has jackie inside and then he makes a very quick move to the outside you know because he might have figured you know the six could have done a little race riding if he was inside yeah. the six going into the turn with the six having a a uh a barn mate in the race so joel said i'm not even gonna chance and now joel is looking behind him and he might as well be looking at the people standing on the turn because they have a better chance of catching them than those now, horses. See, he, so did this, back, horse. he did the Paco look back,
0: but he did it at the right time, Paul. He did the Paco look back about 200 yards in the wire. That That's when you look back, not on the freaking turn when you got horses coming after you. Um, yeah, no, this is I, this
1: is a special horse.
0: Uh, Paul, you've been around a long time. You've seen a lot of great horses as the Asmussen family is looking on very proudly as they should from the winner's circle i mean it's a shame that he couldn't get done the breeders cup last year he's gonna be one of the big favorites again in the breeders cup this year um i'm gonna throw a good question out paul if let's say he goes the rest let's say he just goes undefeated uh this year he he'll go and what i don't know he's gonna go next but let's say he just runs the table and wins the breeders cup uh why can't this be your horse of the year or maybe should be the horse of the year oh
1: I I would agree. Uh, you know, you know, someone lost the shoe in the race. Uh, a lot's going to depend on, you know, what the, what the, what happens with the three-year-olds and in the classic, obviously the classic winner has a leg up, but you know, if, if they keep alternating who wins those races, then I, I would say, you know, it's hard for a sprinter to, to win that. Um, you know, but let's, let's, let's see, you know, uh, He's got uh, uh, probably one more, uh, and then the Breeders' Cup. Uh, so yeah. let's let's just see. I assume it's going to be the forego, but uh, uh, we we shall see. And uh, I think I heard this is the it's just the fourth
0: uh,
1: fourth graded stakes he's won at Saratoga, I believe. It's or the fifth. third.
0: So so fifth. he just he just he just did something that no other horse has ever done in the history of Saratoga. We 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 sort of buried the lead. He is now a three-time grade one winner, Paul, in three different years at Saratoga. That has never happened before at Saratoga, which is an incredible accomplishment. Also, one little side note that I just want to mention about Jackie's Warrior, which uh, a lot of people don't know, but I sort of find very, very cool, selfishly. Um, When Jackie's Warrior won, and I got to look at all of his lines, when he won in Saratoga as, whoops, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at something else here. When he won as a two-year-old, I'm um, trying to think of the race. What is it? The Hopeful, maybe? I gotta look. No, at it was the, the Saratoga,
1: all... the Saratoga Special. Oddly enough.
0: Okay. Um, sorry, I gotta hide the works. I know you don't know what I'm. I'm trying to find. Oh, here we go. I want all lines. Okay. When when Jackie's Warrior won, I gotta find the race though. Yeah. When he won the Saratoga Special on August seventh of two thousand twenty, I picked him. As my, t- he was, by the way, only three to one, and he had a a barn mate. I don't know the name, but I have to look it up. He had a barn mate that was actually, actually I should look it up right now. He had a barn mate that was favored in that race. Um,
1: yep. I covered it that, was, race. Um,
0: Casadero. Casadero was the favorite in that race. I'm looking right now at eight to five, and I picked Jackie's Warrior instead because he was out working and blah, blah, blah. And where did I pick this horse? I picked this horse in Matt Bernier's Friday, uh, a sort of contest and Jackie's warrior Paul uh, allowed me to get for the first time ever on Matt Bernier show and the rest is history. So uh, I do have a history. little bit of a soft spot. I do have a soft spot in my heart for, um, for Jackie's where we're going to show the replay. Um, and Paul, I don't know if you can do this or not. It's hard for me to do this and talk, but once in a while, Paul, if you could go on to YouTube and once this video, just type in Vanderbilt stakes or whatever, and once this replay comes up, we will show the replay and talk a little more about this race. Um, as Paul's looking at YouTube, because usually, like people put it on YouTube right away. Um, as as Paul's looking to that, uh, a few other things I wanted to announce, and I put this on the, um, it was on the, it was on the rolling banner here. So if you look at the bottom of the screen, I am very mm-hmm. happy to announce, and I put this out on Twitter, Paul. I'm very happy to announce this Wednesday night, as everyone's sitting down. This Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, the incomparable, unbelievable, incredible racetrack announcer, perhaps the best ever, Tom Durkin, will be right here live on the HHH Racing Podcast this Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, again, if you are a big fan of horse racing, you are not going to miss this show next. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Tom Durkin will be here live on the show. Um, Paul, let's do this because we have about, what, about a good, probably a good 25 minutes to post here to the Jim Dandy. By the way, the race is official. I have not seen prices yet, although I'm sure most people have seen prices yet. Uh, 35 minutes out. 35. Oh, th- they're putting extra time. Okay, 35 minutes. they milking it for flux.
1: Yeah, they're milking it for flux. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, that's cool. So I, I, there are plenty of things that we I want to talk about with you, uh, Paul, other than, of course, the great time. I am
1: going to – how it. I am going to have to hop out at some point, and I'll hop back in at some point.
0: No problem. Just give me As a I heads up when you're at. But, are you going to hop yeah. out now? Uh,
1: okay. Within the next so, five minutes, yeah.
0: Okay. No, just hop out. Just hop when you have to yep. hop. No problem. Got it. Uh, Paul, be- before you have to hop then, let's just bring this up very quickly. I want to talk about Arturius yesterday in the gym, Dandy. I'm going to show the replay. I thought actually we're going to show the back half of the replay. If you have like one minute uh, to, to stick yep. on here, um, I'm going to do it without the volume here. Okay. Without the volume. Sorry. Arturius is the nine right here on the Judmon. I thought this horse was super impressive ball. We didn't, we're not going to see the break. He broke from the nine. He broke. Well, he got in front of a creative minister. Who's the seven got to the inside. Paul, you can take it from here. This was a really good win.
1: Yeah, this was uh this was special. First time around two turns, I believe. And uh you'll see uh again a jock in no hurry, gets him inside and then just watch the stretch to the to the point where Chad Brown is now talking about potentially a third horse in the Travers. This horse could join, depending on how the Jim Dandy goes, if everything goes well with Zandon and early voting, he may go three deep in the Travers uh with this horse, because you'll see um and, and this is an arrogate. You know, so yep. <laughs> uh, obviously the distance is going to hit him right between the eyes. But just watch what what after he gets the lead. And, you know, he's being asked. He gets hit there a little bit. But just watch him draw away uh, in this curling stakes. Now, this was a race for horses who had not won a graded stakes this year, I believe. Right. Yes. Uh, but, you know, he's he's geared down and he's still going to win by five lengths. So uh, yeah, Chad Chad Brown uh, could be holding a, a a pat hand for the uh, Travis.
0: Yeah, he got a ninety-five buyer was just announced this morning, Paul. That does not put him that far off of some of the top ones. Uh, he can improve. Uh, this is a th- th- this is a very interesting horse. He never looked like a loser at any point in that race. And Creative Minister is no bum. Uh, I mean, Creative Minister, you know, was sort of a wise guy horse in the Preakness, uh, a horse that I've been following all spring. Um yeah, there should be more pace in the Travers. Distance shouldn't be a problem. I th- this could be an uh, interesting horse at like I don't know, total guess six to one, eight to one. That could be fascinating, uh, Paul, in the Travers. It's to be interesting to see uh, how Arturias, uh progresses. Any other thoughts ep- in that race? Uh, epicenter is
1: f- epicenter uh, oh. four to five. By the way,
0: yeah. So uh, epicenter. <clears throat> four to five uh, early voting two to one Zen and three to one in the Jim Dandy. Come on. I'm looking at the double will pays and it does look like epicenter is going to be a pretty clear favorite. I have to say, I'm yeah. a little surprised. I'm a li- I thought maybe the Chad money and the Clarevich money. I mean, I-, I think most people just recognize Paul, that epicenter probably is still the best three-year-old. If it weren't for some unlucky circumstances that you laid out very well last Thursday, I mean, you could have been going for a triple crown
1: yeah and and we talked about you know i I think you know steve asterson probably wants to win this race pretty badly he as i mentioned the other night he definitely has a chip on his shoulder about this horse deservedly so you know he uh, he he held off Zandon in the derby and you know rich strike got the great ride by sunny leone and then he didn't break well in the preakness and you know rosario was able to save ground but Early voting was just sitting on a big race. You know, a lot of us liked early voting in the Preakness. So, yeah, he, he yeah. very, very easily could have gone. We could have watched the triple crown attempt out. I've seen, I've seen many, and only seen two finish, but seen many false, uh, false stats.
0: Yeah, Vale Place, you better be cross your fingers. He is not using center apparently anywhere. Uh, okay, uh, Vale
1: Place uh, is on the Zandon train.
0: I listen. The Zandon, I don't, you know, Zandon can win. Um, there's two things that I want to mainly discuss in the next, you know, 25 minutes or so before the race. Uh, before we get into the complexities of this race, because we do have the time, and Paul, I know again, you have to leave at any moment, which is absolutely fine. Um, I want to talk about the two Delmar, big Delmar races tonight, and then we will very briefly, and then we'll get into the detail about the um, Jim Danny. It's only a four horse field. We have plenty of time to talk about it. Uh, there's two races tonight uh, that are really, really good, Paul at Del Mar that I want to mention. Del Mar's car is excellent. You got the Bing Crosby, which is a, a sprint, and then you have the San Diego handicap, which is a prep for the Pacific Classic. Very quickly, I want to talk about the uh, Jim Dandy. I'm actually looking for the, or sorry, the uh, the Bing Crosby. There is one scratch in the race, and this is the first I'm actually seeing scratches. The one Desmond Doss, which I think, was that was that, uh, was that Pete, Pete's long shot pick? I think it was, if I recall. I think Pete liked Desmond Doss on the show Wednesday in the uh, Bing Crosby. But uh, what was your thought in this race? I tweeted out, we talked about Shaz, my top pick. Paul, we thought he might be lower. The 7-2, to two, there's no way this horse is 7-2. Uh, remind everyone who you liked in the Bing Crosby, if you recall, uh, in this race. I think you had the 9 American Anthem, correct?
1: American Theorem. Yeah, I like American, American Theorem, Theorem a season. lot here. Yep. Yeah. I like American Theorem a lot here with Principal Carlo uh, second.
0: Um, American Theorem won nicely last time the triple bend upsetting uh, some horses here. Uh, you think the turnbacks going to work the outside post? Uh, there's a fast enough pace. Um, and you like George Bedromo as an underage trainer.
1: Andy's, and the horse, really, I, I caught a, a work today, a replay of a work today. It's really, really working well, so the layoff shouldn't be a problem.
0: Okay, and you got Principal Carlo, who is the five horse, I believe, in second. Howard, I'm going to jump, uh,
1: the, and I will hopefully hop yep. back
0: on. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Yep. All right, so Paul's going to jump off here. I'm going to go ahead and keep talking about uh, this race, and then we'll take a quick commercial break, and we will be uh, right back. i got to pay the bills also. Um, the horse I love in this race, again, this is the Bing Crosby tonight. We're just going to briefly talk about it, is Shaz. I think Shaz is a future superstar. I really love the way this horse has been working. He's, by the way, been completely outworking country grammar in the mornings. I've seen three workouts. I love everything I've seen from Shaz. He's 7-2 morning line. I would not be surprised if he goes off the favor in this race. We'll see. Costs $1.1 million. The other horse I'm using is Drain the Clock, which my esteemed co-host, neither one of them really liked. I think Drain the Clock can wire this field. He's very fast. I think he needed his last start. He was horrible in Dubai, but I'm going to excuse that effort. That's a little bit of a quirky uh, dirt track. Um, Safi brings him over here to Saratoga. He's already won today with one, and Safi's done much better this year at Saratoga. I think Drain the Clock is very live to me. I'm mainly going 2-4. The horses coming out of the triple bend, uh, Prince May Be Carlo, who Paul likes, American uh, Theorem, I believe. Uh, who else was in that race? There's another horse that was in this race that I'm, I'm um, drawing a blank on. I'm just I'm against those horses. Um, I do not like the horses. Or get her number. Who's the ten? I do not like the horses coming out of that race. I'm looking for fresh faces. I'm going two four in tonight's Bing Crosby. And the other race that I just want to mention is the San Diego handicap, which I'm going to bring on screen here. Uh, the San Diego handicap is a really nice race. And I like defunded quite a bit. I like the two defunded for Baffert. I think he has a big chance to wire the field. I and mean, this is an up and coming four year old. Bafford also has country grammar, of course, the eight. Maybe, well, not baby. Not maybe. Certainly one of the best older horses in the country. I don't think he's fully cranked for this race based on workouts. I think Country Grammar wants to run a lot further than this mile 16th. I prefer the other Baffert in this race, the number two uh, defunded. I also like Mandaloon in this spot. You could say he's been a bit disappointing in his career, but this is not the strongest, you know, grade uh, two. I think he fits like a glove. I think there's Intense by Brad Cox. I'm going 2 3. Uh, and my long shot play in this race would be the seven Tripoli, who loves Delmar, and if he can get back to his races from last summer, he's got a big shot. There's a lot of other really nice horses in this race, including Royal Ship, but Royal Ship is 0 for three at Delmar. I know uh, Matt Bernier mentioned he thinks Parnelli is interesting, who is in raging form. He's a bit slow right now, but he's in very good form. This is a very difficult race. Stiletto Boys in here. Um, you've also got. There goes Harvard, who won the Gold Cup uh, last time, beating Defund and Royal Ship. This is a real nice race. It's going to be very interesting to see uh, what happens in the San Diego handicap. That's tonight uh, in, uh, at Del Mar. Uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and take a short break here just for a minute. Let everyone take a breather. We're going to take about a 30-second break here. We will be right back. And when we come back, we are going to uh, dive deeply into today's grade two Jim Dandy Stakes for three-year-olds at Saratoga. Hang tight. We'll be back in approximately one minute uh, with detailed analysis of the Jim Dandy Stakes. Thanks for joining us here on episode 163 of the HHH Racing Podcast. Welcome back to the HHH Racing Podcast, episode 163. We are live here on a beautiful Saturday afternoon covering the Vanderbilt Stakes, who was just won by Jackie's Warrior in a hammer locked on the stretch. Very impressive. 109 and three for Jackie's Warrior. Knee deep in snow, finished second. And now upcoming in approximately 20 plus minutes, we have the Jim Dandy, grade two, restricted for three-year-olds, $600,000 $600,000 on the line. This is a prep for the Travers Stakes. Uh, next month, they're going a mile and an eighth today. Again, thanks for watching the HHH Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Howard Kravitz. We have an incredible amount of people watching right now on YouTube and on Twitter across the world. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. Um, I do have a co-host with me today, Paul Halloran, who is um, intermingled with some family engagements during this broadcast, he was on just a while ago. Um, he will be back on later uh, during this broadcast. We're going to be going to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern. We're going to cover uh, the Jim Dandy Stakes Like a Glove. Uh, again, for those of you who are just joining us, we have many things to talk about. On the bottom part of this uh, screen, uh, you can see my email if you want to contact me, hcravitzhorus at gmail.com. Also, on the bottom left on my name tag, you can follow me on Twitter at H I believe I'm an excellent follow. Been very active today. I was at Saratoga last week. I send out a lot of great pictures and video, uh, et cetera. Let me take off the banner at the bottom of the screen because we are back now. So let me put up another banner that I wanted to show. There we go. That's the banner that I wanted to show. And I also announced this morning on Twitter. I'm very excited to say this. Next Wednesday night right here on this channel. 8 p.m. Eastern, the fantastic, great, personable. I can't say enough great things about this guy. Perhaps arguably the best race call announcer in the history of the game. Tom Durkin will be right here on the HHH Racing Podcast live. It's not a tape show. He'll be here live to answer your questions in the live chat, talk about his career, and talk about the Whitney Stakes next weekend. It's 8 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday. If you are new to the show, please make sure you subscribe right there on the bottom right hand of the screen. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, Also hit the notification bell. That'll tell you when new content will arise on this channel. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. Also smash that thumbs up button. We'd also appreciate that as well. Uh, Again, because we have a lot of people watching and perhaps some new people, you can also listen to the HHH Racing Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Or anchor. I also have a race day blog. Go to Patreon.com. It's a very inexpensive. It comes out on Saturdays. The race day blog already today has hit with two exactas, a trifecta that paid nine hundred and forty some dollars, I believe, and has had a bunch of winners already. So if you're not familiar with the race day blog, highly recommend, ladies and gentlemen, you check that out. It's inexpensive. It's profitable. Um, It was almost four pages today recommend you check that out before we get to the pps and get into the uh jim dandy sakes we have a few uh comments here let's see what we've got here um stan dryden's here stan stan from arkansas how you doing stan thanks for joining us uh today uh jim pilarz is here who's also contributed to the show uh he thinks senior buscador the todd fincher horse is interesting as a price on Reef to san diego uh Jim, I will say that I looked at that horse carefully. If there was a lot of speed in the race, I would actually would be interested in him underneath. The problem is I don't see a lot of speed in that race, and it's just I don't think he classes up, but he's going to be a big price. So if you're going to use Senior Buscador tonight in the San Diego gym, uh, good luck. He's definitely going to be a price. Uh, Bittersweet is here talking – He's a great guy. I'm assuming you're talking about Tom Durkin, not me. Uh, but, you know, if you're talking about me also, that'd be nice. Uh, but I'm sure you're talking about Tom Durkin. Bittersweet. I've met uh, Mr. Durkin in person for the first time last weekend. Great guy. He took us on a tour of the National uh, Racing Museum in Saratoga. He will be here again. You, can, How many opportunities do you have to ask Tom Durkin live questions? You can do it right here on this channel, 8 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. I'll be creating the show and sending out the link and all the information. But again, you don't have to wait for the link. All you have to do is hit that notification bell at the bottom of the screen. Um, All right, let's get into the uh, Jim Dandy. Julio, Julio LaRucci. Julio, thanks for joining the show. I don't believe I've seen you uh, in the chat before. So Julio, thanks for joining us. If this is your first time, greatly appreciate it. Continue to watch and join the show. Let's get into the gym, Danny guys. Now, as I go to my phone and check some odds here, I see about 22 minutes to post. Epicenter right now is the even money favorite. You've got early voting is the second choice at two to one. Zandon five to two. Tawny Port, who really is getting short shrift. He's a nice horse. Um, he's just not as fast as these other monsters. Uh, but Tawny Port right now six to one on the uh, line let's get into uh this race right now ladies and gentlemen. let's talk about the jim dandy in detail and i'd love to hear um everyone's opinions comments in the live chat please also feel free to banter back and forth we we like to have nice uh, appropriate um language and arguments on our uh on our live chat, we can bounce ideas off each other. I'm going to take a quick drink here. Excuse me. All right. So we'd we, we like to hear your uh, comments. I see all. also we got Young Bosses here. Young Boss, uh, thanks for joining the show. Let's go through this uh, very small but elite field in detail. Number one, again, here's the conditions. It's, of course, for three-year-olds. $600,000 is... Uh, the purse mile and eighth, of course, on the dirt. Western River is scratched. You got a Forest Field epicenter. There's not too much to say about epicenter. Um, I think I think Sunil uh, puts it about right that he is the class. I think he meant horse there. He's <laughs> uh, the class of the race. He's three to two mooring line. Currently, you money favorite. Listen, all this horse has done in his career is run well. He's won almost two million million, seven Seven for eight in the money lifetime his only stumble lifetime was his first ever start as a maiden um second in lecomte won the gun runner uh first in the risen star first louisiana derby was the soft favor in the kentucky derby and if it wasn't for a crazy result with a rich strike he would have won the kentucky uh derby and then uh you know some say he got unlucky in the preakness some say he didn't like the ride in the Preakness. Um, Comment, comment to me what you thought about. Let me go. Let me do it like this. Comment to me what you think about the Preakness. Was it a bad ride by Joel in the the Preakness? Was the horse maybe a little bit over the top? I mean, he broke. Let's 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 watch the start of the Preakness. We're not going to watch the entire race. But again, let's watch the start of the Preakness. You got um, epicenter is the eight. Early voting is the five. Again, here's early voting. Here's epicenter. I don't think let me go full screen here. I don't think Joel, you know, didn't try to break. Now, if you watch, if you watch carefully, I mean he is asking. It's not like he's sitting. He just didn't quite have the early speed for whatever reason. And then disaster strikes here in about three or four seconds when he gets pinched. You see, this horse comes in, and this horse comes over, and boom, he gets pinched right there. Meanwhile, early voting is sitting a perfect trip of the outside and epicenter, of course, we all remember is back here. Now to me, I thought Joel gave an excellent ride after this point. He saved ground the whole way. Here he is on the inside. You see Epicenter, or excuse me, early voting here gets the jump. Um, Epicenter is on the inside right here. We all know what happens in this race. Um, got a very clean run up the inside, but just early voting got the jump on Epicenter. And early voting is a very, very good horse. You cannot take anything away Epicenter right here. He's by Gunrunner. Here's, um, excuse me, early voting is by Gunrunner. Here's Epicenter coming up the end. I love this move. Do you see this move right here? He sort of comes over. He doesn't cut him off, but he he came over. And um, early voting wins that race in impressive fashion over Epicenter. Again, I'm not taking anything away uh, from early voting. I thought he ran very well. What is Epicenter going to do? That's that's the big question that everyone needs to ask themselves in this race. I go ahead and go this way. What would you do if you're Joel Rosario? All right, you're Joel Rosario, you're Steve Asperson. You've got the rail now in this race. Do you gun to the lead and take it to early voting? I can see that scenario happening. I do not think that um, I read Ortiz. It's IRAD on early voting, right? Yeah. Or it's, it's, uh, sorry, it's Jose Ortiz, excuse me. I do not believe Jose Ortiz on early voting would get into a speed duel with Epicenter if Joel decides to gun to the lead. Again, we've talked about this many times. This is not the end-all be-all. The Travers next month is the race that they all really, really, really want to win. this is just a prep. That being said, there will be three-year-old of the year voting on the line later in the year this was a six hundred thousand dollar race i don't know if these horses are super duper cranked but they want to win so what is epicenter's best chance to win please comment um in the live chat if you were joel rosario or steve asperson do you want Epic Epi, do you want early voting just to go ahead and clear in front of you and you just sit to the outside just like jackie's warrior did and be comfortable or if you're a fan of epicenter would you prefer to joel rosario just a gun up the inside take the lead i don't think early voting would would press him too hard i think early voting would probably just sit what is the best chance of epicenter to win this race what is your strategy it's gonna be very interesting to see uh what joel rosario does on epicenter again breaking from the rail because western river is out uh, let's talk about... I'll go ahead and leave myself on the screen there as I used to. Let's just go right in post-position order. Port is a nice horse. I loved him in the Ohio Derby. Um, he won nicely. He closed very well in the Kentucky Derby, although a lot of people did close well in the Kentucky Derby. Um, he just seems slower than the rest of these, and the pace is not going to suit. Uh, I think Port's a nice horse. I think this is a very difficult spot. I do not think he will finish in the top two, but it's a small field. He's going to get a clean trip. Let's bring up uh, what uh, Joe Mecca. Th- Joe Mecca is an excellent handicapper. Uh, Joe was with me on the trip last weekend in Saratoga. He's won many a contest. Um, he believes that early voting is going to go to the lead. He wants Epicenter to sit right off of early voting and beat Zan into the first move, do not get in a speed duel. Joe, I completely agree with you. I think early voting is gonna clear off, and I think Epicenter is going to come around and sit just off. That would be my guess. Um, Ross Blacker says, um, if Epicenter loses this race, he doesn't think he's gonna win the Travers. <clears throat> I'm not sure, Ross, what do you mean by the not buying it. I'm assuming I'm actually Ross, you have to clarify your thoughts there, but um I think a lot of people are expecting Epicenter to win this race. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk a little more about the other two horses in this race. Here's early voting. Eight to five morning line. Early voting right now is currently, as I look at it, currently two to one. I'll tell you what. I got to put myself back on screen. Uh, Hold on just one second if I can actually do it here. Here we go. Early voting two to one feel free to completely disagree with me out there. If early voting is two to one to me, that is a huge overlay. That is an under bet horse. I mean, early voting I thought could be the favorite in this race. You've got a horse that could be very easily controlling speed. Like give me a scenario in which early voting does not get a great trip. I don't see it. Either epicenter is going to gun and early voting is going to sit perfectly on the outside. Or epicenter is going to let early voting go to the lead, and early voting is just going to be on the, you know, at a fairly slow pace on the lead. I mean, to me, I don't know if the odds are going to change. I'm sure they will. We still got um, about about ten minutes to post here. Early voting at two to one. Uh, again, please comment in the live chat. That seems crazy to me. I think my personal opinion: epicenter should be. Four to five early voting should be six to five. Zandon two to one. Uh, Tawny Port twelve to one. That's what I think it should be. So th- these odds are are surprising to me right now. Again, there's plenty of time. Perhaps my good friend Matt Miller will p- be putting a win bet in <laughs> and might change the uh, uh, the uh, the odds of the race on the tote. I think uh, Joe Mecca and Brad Anderson have some idea what I'm talking about. Um, Anyway, let's get back to the PP is early voting is very good. We just saw him win the Preakness. He almost uh, won the wood. He keeps getting better and better. He's been working well. I don't think distance is a problem. Uh, There's a lot to like about early voting. I I don't understand the two to one odds. I believe, and I I don't want to misquote myself. I believe on Thursday I went four to in this race. Um, I might have gone two four. I know that the four and two are my definitely my top two choices, but I'll just say on record right now, I'm going four two in this race in the Jim Dandy. Let's talk about Zandon. <clears throat> um, I'm not going to show the Kentucky Derby. Zandon has been a horse that I have uh, always loved a lot. His Bluegrass win, I thought, let's watch this. His Bluegrass win was really impressive. Now, the horses coming out of this race have not done real well, but <clears throat> Zanin is the four. You're going to see him on the inside. He's in the blue right here. He makes this really nice, right, sorry, he's right here. Makes that nice move, bullies his way to the outside and absolutely blows by Smile Happy. And to me, going into the Derby, he was my top choice. I loved this effort by Zanin in the bluegrass. I thought this was super impressive. No, No negatives at all in this race with Zandon. Now, what happened to the Derby? Nothing happened. He ran a great race. Flavian Pratt gave him the best ride possible. If you liked Zandon in the Derby, I don't see how you can complain. He got an absolutely perfect ride. He flattened late. I I don't know what to say. I was was a little disappointed with Zandon late. I really thought he was going to go by epicenter. He never did. Rich Strike also went by him. He finished third. I was slightly disappointed with Zandon. He can easily bounce back in this race. He needs to be up closer, in my opinion, in this race. I don't think they are going too fast, but he needs to be up closer for a chance to win. Zandon has a big shot uh, in this race. Again, comment on on the live chat what you think. We've got uh, Iskar Quintero. Hola. Que tal, señor? Thanks for being here, uh, Iskar. He likes Epicenter with uh, Joel Rosario in the saddle. Iskar, uh, good luck to you in today's race. Um, We have Fernando's here. Fernando's going with early voting. Fernando, I agree with you. Um, Now, Ross brings up a good point. He says if voting clears and goes 47, the race is over. He's not going 47, Ross. I I would be shocked um, if he goes 47. Um, again there some people are uh, calm there's four minutes to post by the way um in the race so I don't know if Paul Haller and my host will be back or not for the race let's excuse me let's talk about race flow here if you are a fan of early voting or even epicenter they need to show some pace here you do not i've talked about this a lot on the show there's no reason for epicenter early voting whatever to go twenty four and three forty nine and one. If the pace is slow, all you're doing is bringing in Zandon and Tawnyport closer to you in the race, and that helps the closers, even though they're going slower. In my opinion, ever on the lead, I'd like to see 23 and 4, you know, like 48 and 2, somewhere around there. An honest pace, but not a blazing pace, maybe 48 and 1, you know, somewhere in that area. They should go. If they, if they, you got to get. Zandon off the bridle a little bit. You want to get Tawny Port off the bridle. I think they need to be aggressive early, not go crazy fast. They're not going to get into a speed duel here in the Jim Dandy, but they should set honest fractions to have the best chance to win. Zandon can absolutely win this race. I love the horse. I just don't like the pace setup today. And I think the other two are slightly better. We'll have to see. I do not, just for full disclosure, I do not have Zandon in my pick five. I have Early voting and epicenter both as A's. That's it. I just I want to take a stand here. I did not want to spend too much money on others. It just didn't seem to make sense to me uh, t- to do that. So I've got uh, only epicenter and uh, early voting. Those of you who have Zandon and/or Tony good luck to you. I hope they win for you. It's going to be a fantastic race. Let's take a look at some uh, comments here before. Uh, we bring on one of my co hosts, co hosts is going to be uh joining us. So we got a lot of new people here, Charles uh, Sherrard. Charles, good luck with uh Tawny Port. I believe you're new to the show. Charles, thanks for joining the show. Fresh horse, he thinks the others might need to start. It's a good point, Charles, that uh that horse has recency. Let's bring in my uh one of my great co hosts here who's going to join us here for the Jim Dandy from Maryland, Pete Visco. Pete. Are you ready for the Jim Dandy? Who do you like? We got about a minute to post here.
2: Yeah, hey, what's up, everybody? I, well, I I I think it's sort of race dependent. I, I think I liked Epicenter on the show, but I think it's probably if early voting gets a clean, relatively easy lead, I think he wins. And I think if they hook up, then Zandon can win. So I think it's pretty, pretty spread out. I think it's pretty even, in all honesty. Pete, are you
0: watching the? Are you watching on TV on Fox? You want to ask just real quick.
2: I have it on, but I think I'm behind because I'm streaming. So I only have, I still have two minutes to post.
0: So okay, I'm probably so, behind. Interesting. I'm actually streaming also uh, through my uh, through my cable channel. I, I'm actually ahead of you. So okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and comment and commentate, uh, Pete. I don't know how far. Uh, behind you are exactly again. This is the tricky thing with doing actually. Let
2: me let me bring it up on my computer and see if it's yeah,
0: bring it up. If you can bring it on the on your computer on Fox, we should be about in the same place. That would be fantastic. Yeah. By the see. way, Pete, are you ready for this? We have 245 people watching live right now. Only on I see YouTube. that that does not include people watching on Twitter. So, thank you everyone for watching the HHH Racing Podcast. This is a fantastic YouTube channel. If you're not familiar, Please subscribe on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. We have shows every week. Next week, Pete, as I announced, Tom Durkin, probably the best race track announcer in the history of the game, will be right here, 8 o'clock Eastern Wednesday. Um, Your final choices, again, in this race, Pete, and how do you see the race flow developing? We just finished talking about it before you popped on here.
2: Honestly, I I, th- I mean, I think early voting goes to the lead. I think Epicenter sits just a little bit off, but I think I, like I said on the show the other day, I think he has to make his move at the top of the lane. I think he can't wait and sort of be like a length and a half, two lengths behind down the stretch because I think early voting is too good to catch at that point. So I think he needs to be on his neck at the turn, I think, and make his move then and then put the heat on early voting, and then whatever happens from there, you will see who the best horse is. I think it's, I think it's wide open at that point. And then Zandon can make a move if they heat up. Then I think Zandon can make a move at yeah. that point as well.
0: Uh, Anthony, thanks for joining the show. We got Mary Moore. We got a lot of new people in the in the chat. This is fantastic, Beat. This is why I love doing these live shows. We have got Sonia here. Sonia completely agree. Uh, this is a rider's race, absolutely. Uh, Coffee Black is here. He likes. Um, who doesn't like Irad? What are you on the, um, are you, are you on your computer streaming now?
2: It's I'm waiting for it to come up. It was a little (laughs) okay slow, but yeah, it's coming up now. Did there, is the race going off on your side? No.
0: Well, again, the people at home that are watching us are about six seconds ahead right now. They're at post time. No one's actually in the gate, but they're all walking to the gate right now. Let me know when you are watching it streaming so we can match sort of our commentary. Yeah. Um, so just let me know when you get when you're on streaming All right, should um, be early voting, out. by the way, just acted up a little bit. He just he's he just a little anxious. I mean, nothing crazy, but he but I'm glad there was a handler there. Um, They're about <laughs> to load Epicenter. Is that where you? Yeah, at right
2: I have. Now? Yeah, I have. That's the two or the two. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I see him. Perfect. I can see so, his everyone back Everyone who's right watching
0: now. again. Uh, you're ahead of us. You're going to be seeing the start before we do. Um, Pete, I'm going to commentate the race. Feel free to commentate over me. Jump in. Show that uh, emotion, energy that I know you uh, love to have. This is a fantastic rendition of the Jim Dandy Sakes live here on the HHH Racing Podcast. A prep for the Travers. $600,000 on the line. Tawny Ports in the gate. Again, those of you watching at home, the race is probably about going off already or will be going off any second.
2: It's a great race. The great two.
0: (laughs) Jim Dandy. From Saratoga, Pete, I need epicenter early voting. Any other result will be not good for me in the pick five. Let's see what happens in the gym. Dandy Stakes, as I'm watching it, they're about to load. I just
2: saw, I was just, that's the first time I was seeing the the odds, by the way. They're interesting as well. The odds are interesting. Here we go, Pete.
0: Here we go. And they're they're off. off. Everyone broke just fine. Tawny Port actually showing more speed. Epicenter, not a great break. Again, this is going to be a very easy lead for this, early this voting. The race is over. Actually, <laughs> the ra- wow, Pete's already calling the race is over. I do not like no, where Epicenter is. If well, you I like, like Zandon. Zandon if yeah, you like I like where Zandon, Zandon is. If you like Zandon, you are in a great spot right now. And I'm, I I got to say, I'm a little bit worried because I, I thought Zandon would be much further back. Uh, this is early voting's race to win or lose, though, Pete, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, would they go 24? 20, That's nothing. I
0: just talked about I said 24 and 1. You know, he, I wouldn't even mind if he opened it up a little bit here. If Epicenter wins from here, he's going to be tons the best. Now, he, he broke okay, but, again, you know, he just didn't break great. He's in. Who would have thought Epicenter was going to be last going yeah, down? Yeah, no, battery. no, this is not. <laughs> um, again, this is why racing
2: is are, funny because you have no idea what's going I mean, you, you plan the whole thing out, and it goes exactly the opposite.
0: They're all comfortable. These are exactly the fractions. Jose 48. Ortiz just peeked back to his inside to see if anyone was there. Um, they're all very comfortable. No one really has any excuse in this race right now. No. Zanin is going to scare the hell out of me because I didn't use him. Um, Epicenter is in fourth still. Uh, early voting, and Jose, now he's, he's scrubbing. He's asking. I think this is very smart. He's going to make them come after him, and Zandon is a coming after him. You have to pull after away a little as bit. As is Epicenter. This is going to be a fantastic they hit the top of the stretch. You got Early Voting on the lead. Zandon. Uh, Epicenter trying looks to good. To the inside. Epicenter and looks Epicenter good. Epicenter down the middle of the track. Early Voting looks like he's in trouble. Here comes Epicenter down the middle of the track, blowing,
2: blowing by, by
0: the competition. Uh, Zandon trying hard. So is Tawny Port. Early Voting's going finish last. Epicenter gets his revenge. Very, very impressive. I, w- I wish Paul... I w- and four- 148 I, and 4, Pete, in the gym dandy after not breaking great. Wow. Great right for my epicenter, Pete.
2: Awesome. I, w- I wish Paul was on though, just so we could dog because if Zandon can't win that race, he's never winning any of these races. I'm sorry to say. He just wow. I don't think he I just don't think he could do it. I, mean, I just don't think odd, he's as good as them. I think because he shouldn't
0: shocked. I'm sorry to say these odds shocked me. I, I thought early voting nine to five was under bet. I thought early voting would be like seven to five, and I thought yeah. Epicenter, maybe like four to five. I, I just, I'm a little surprised. I don't know what happened to early voting. This is a, let, let, let's, let's start from the top. And again, uh, Pete, I want to do the same thing. We're only going to be on for about another 15 minutes. here live. live. Um, although we could go on longer. I, I I don't know about your situation. I'm in the middle
2: of longer. cutting the grass. As you can see, I'm filthy dirty. So I just popped <laughs> okay. in for the race because wow, I saw well, that the you. race was going off. So I figured I would jump saw, in.
0: I just watched the head on Epicenter broke fine. He just, he's lost his speed a little bit, but maybe that's not a bad thing. Pete. Uh, Well, Rosario,
2: I mean, you know, Rosario in his nature to sort of take back a bit. I mean, not that he can't win on the front end, but I think his nature is to come off a little bit more. And maybe he just figured, look, I'm not going to I'm not going to wrestle with early voting around the track. So might as well sit off, let them see what happens up front. Zandon maybe went a little too much. Maybe that actually hurt Zandon because Zandon maybe used a little more than he's used to early. And he was closer than you'd expect. So maybe he's used to being. Mm He, he maybe he's a better one runner, and they keep trying to get him closer, and it's not his game. I don't know. I'm not sure yet.
0: Uh, you you weren't on earlier. Vale Place said anyone but epicenter. Sorry. Oh, Vail. sorry,
2: Vale. Sorry, Vale. Well, I don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Vale had on um, Tawny part, but you, you knew that that was going to happen for him, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Uh. We got Sunil. A hundred. Wow. Hello. I like that. Are we that. sure I'm like sure that's not Matt Miller watching there. Sunil, <laughs> or i sorry if I mispronounced your name um But thousand to win, great job, congratulations to you. By the by the way,
2: Howard, real quick, how great is it you get a race with Rosario, Pratt, Irad, and Jose? I mean, aside from maybe like Saez, that's a that's a pretty fun foursome. If you're going to have jockeys on on four pretty good horses, that's pretty awesome. I didn't I didn't really look at that or pay attention to it until they just put it up.
0: Again, please put your comments in the chat if you want to throw hate at someone. If you want to celebrate your epicenter win. Please do so. Some might feel like even money is is value on Epicenter. Look, I'm not going to disagree with you there. To be honest, I mean, I thought he
2: was the best horse in the Derby. He was the best horse going into the Derby. He was the best horse maybe in the Derby. He was the best horse potentially. People think in the Preakness, aside from a, a crappy ride and a crappy break, potentially. So, I, I mean, in a short field, I liked him the best. But again, I thought the race. I thought the race was early votings to control. And he did, and it still didn't work out for him. So I think that just says that epicenter is maybe just a better horse.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just taking a picture of the fractions here so we can talk about it. Again, Pete, please do the same thing in the next 15 minutes that you did last time, where once in a while, if you could check YouTube and just type in Jim Dandy, and when the replay comes up, We'll show the replay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't show show the feed live, of course. So once in a while, I'll pop on there. I'm sure it'll come on the next 15 minutes. Yeah,
2: let me take a look and see. But Pete,
0: since I know you're great at uh, multitasking, let's just talk (laughs) about, um, let's go in order of of how they finished and and talk about what happened here. Um, Before you came on, I talked about the pace situation. I would not have been surprised if Epicenter had actually gone to the lead in this race. I thought... If he were to send early, I would have figured that early void was going to sit off. And I almost feel as if that would have been okay for Epicenter. As it turned out, it sure looks to me there was a little bit of intent there. I just think Steve thinks that – Steve Asperson thinks that Epicenter might be a little better off the lead with a target. At least it happened that way. The way he blew by this really good field, I understand he got a great trip and he didn't have to go that wide, blah, blah, blah. Um, Maybe this horse is a little bit better off the lead and if he's got another dimension now uh look out and i and when i say look out i mean look out breeders cup too
2: see i actually always thought of him as better off i just thought he was good enough when when he's better than the field i think they didn't mess around and they put him on the lead and just let him just go on the engine and win but i think when there's other speed why get hooked up with someone who might be who you're better than uh, you might as well just sit back and sit off them and go by and i think i think that's what the plan should be because i think when you get to the travers there's other speed that's p- probably going to be in there so why not yeah. if you could sit right off and you can get a good trip and you have the torta to jockey who i think works better off the pace i think rosario's better off the pace or sitting off and making a move so I think it's better for him in the long run. Again, if he goes to if he goes to the Breeders' Cup Classic, which he's on his way to, he's not going to outspeed Life Is Good, or I don't know where Life Is Good's going to go yet. But if he goes right. there, or Flight Line, sure. or some of those other ones, he's not going to outspeed them. So he has to be tactical in order to have a chance, especially going a mile and a quarter. I don't know if he wants to be a mile and a quarter on the front end anyway.
0: Yeah, um, I like you know, that one. What, yeah, what's interesting is. I mean, there's gonna be more speed in the Travers with Charge It and whoever That's else. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, he I, he is clearly. I I people may disagree with me. I don't know, but I mean, Opposite Center is the clear favorite to me now in the Travers. Absolutely, the one to Has be. Has With that, Pete.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I don't. Um... So I mean, if you look back I and mean, you now the look at who we've seen so far, we've seen these three who were, who were there. You see, uh, the horse from yesterday, whose name I am completely blanking on the, uh, Arturias, oh, yes, Artorius.
0: We talked about him before you came on. He was super impressive. He was, he was impressive. buyer, by the way. I oh, it was.
2: See, I didn't see. Story. Yeah. I didn't see the buyer. So that's perfect feet. for, for what was that? His third race or fourth? Um. Something like that. Lucky. It was one yeah. of those, but he's he, pretty he's lightly raced. I lightly to say raced. Third, maybe I think it might have been the third because he ran second because he no, had a no, trouble no, trip. No,
0: it fourth. It was his fourth. He he lost. He came in second in his maiden race. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Watching yep. Thinking, this is an absolute monster. You're right. Roby's you're right. Maiden. I'm thinking of the he other one. allowance race, I think impressively, and then yeah. yeah, this one. Yeah.
2: And then so we've seen Zandon. Those those four we saw in the Haskell. You know, Cyber Knife. What he can do. Again, I'm not sure he's at the level have epicenter, but you know, he's, he's one that'll sit off a bit again. I don't know. We're looking at the speed charge. It's going to be the one I think charge it. Yeah, and I, think so. I wonder if I wonder what they'll do with early voting now though. What do you think? Um,
0: Oh, I guess I if you go to the Travers, I think they'll go I, to the I travers. Think is, I think this is, I think there's just a, a blip in the radar. I, I would, I would, I would, after one race, I, I would be hard to believe they're not going to go to the travers. Yeah. But let, let's talk about some other horses. So epicenter awesome no question asked. I'm actually happy for the connections because uh, uh, this horse deserves to, to get that win. Yeah. Let, let, let's talk about the ones that finished second, third, and fourth. I'm going off of memory. Zander finished second, I believe. Yeah. Now, Xander yeah. was taken out of his game, Pete. There's no question about it. This. this is not a horse that wants to be that up close. Although, number one, he got a perfect trip, and number two, they weren't flying. So I, I think you have to be careful not making too many excuses for this I horse. I have no... I, he
2: has no excuse, I think. I think Yeah, he's, I mean, it's I not think as it's, if
0: they were... I'm sorry, go ahead. No,
2: no, no, please go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's completely a negative for him.
0: It's not as if they, they were like, was it, is it, um, was I read on on Zanon? I'm, 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 I'm it was Pratt, sorry, Flavian. Yeah. It's not as if Flavian had to like ask Zanon hard to get to where he got to. And then no. he just wasn't, he ran well. Listen, finishing second to opposite there's no shame. But if he, you said if he can't win this race, he's not going to win the Travers. I'm going to push back slightly because, like I said, I think he's better. Coming further off the pace, and there's gonna be more speed. But if you liked Zandon, I think you could say you were a bit disappointed. I mean, Epicenter made up what five lengths on on four or five lengths yep. on Zandon, going shorter than they're going in the Travers.
2: My question with Zandon is, he doesn't seem to have that kick at the end he see he doesn't seem to be able to outkick epicenter so in the derby i mean honestly when you watch the derby forget rich strike for a minute there's no way zand is not supposed to go by in that race he had i thought he was supposed to go by and he can't he and again here he had the jump on 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 epicenter and never really even looked like a winner he never looked like a winner in this race and that's that's that would be upsetting to me if i was a fan or the connections
0: they're showing the replay on, uh, well, actually just on the Naira feed. Epicenter, by the way, and and we'll try to watch in the next eight minutes. Again, Pete, if it comes up on YouTube, let me know. Yeah, let's see anything. Epicenter actually uh, had to steady very slightly about, I don't know, 500 yards into the race um, when Tawnypore came over. I mean, not, he wasn't really bothered, but I wouldn't exactly say Epicenter got like the absolutely perfect smoothest. Uh, trip at the start. Uh, the fractions, Pete, were 24 and 1, 48 and 1, uh, 112 and 1. So they're just clicking off 24s, 24, 24, 24, and then again, 24 and 2. So it was a very, you know, sort of steady, one-paced fractions, which tells you that Epicenter ran huge because he yeah. closed from the back. And that final quarter, if, the, if it was 24 and 2 final quarter, you know, from – early voting to epicenter. If you follow what I'm saying that, that final quarter for epicenter has got to be in the low 23s range You would think. Um, and doing it pretty easily. This, this was a, a gigantic effort.
2: Gigant. Yeah. He was just, a, he was, he was a monster in this one. And again, I think yeah. early voting, those are, those are the fractions you would want. I think you were a little worried and you said it at the top of the lane that he looked like he wanted to kick away, but he didn't kick away like a front runner who is being chased by really good horses needed to do, I think. Yep. So I think you he, know, left him, he left them he left them in. I like that, Christine.
0: Uh, Christine, it's it's a valid point. i again I'm watching the replay on the other screen. Um, I mean Zandan did you know, Zandon did fight a little bit. It just opposite Zan were just better. I don't, you know, I don't really know what to say. Um let, let's talk about um so Zandan, you could argue a bit disappointing. I still think he's possible for the Travers. And I'll tell you what, Pete. I think you're going to get a better price in the Travers than you would have if he had won today. So, you know, I think Xander could be, I don't know, five to one in the Travers. Oh, I
2: you know, think maybe. higher than that. Yeah. I mean, I think oh, higher? to me, okay. well, well, if you looked at it, so Epicenter is the favorite, right? Obviously. Yep. Um, I think Charger
0: will be second choice, personally. I As think it.
2: Charger, just because of that, when you see that win on on your page, yeah. a lot of people are yeah. going to like that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Mm. Yeah, you're right, maybe because I don't. There's not a lot. It, it's thinning. It thins quickly when well, you actually run the races. I mean, it,
0: right? It, I'll tell you what. I think Arturius is going to take some money. I think this is a I serious think, horse. Well, his I connections. Really, will, yeah, yeah, and the I breeding. Mean, like right, if you if you ask me right now, who who's going to finish better in the Travers, um, like Zandon or Arturius, I'd I almost say Arturius. I just love his upside. Zandon oh, I would take I would improving. take him right now in a heartbeat. I just don't seem to see the improvement from Zanon right now. It's a little disappointing. Let's talk about the other two. We have about five minutes left. Let's talk about the other two. And again, um, I won't bother you with this. If if we get it on YouTube, the next five minutes, great. If we don't, we'll show it next week. Um, Let's talk about early voting. Uh, By far, to me, the most disappointing horse in this race, by far, not even close. I really don't know what to make of it. Um, I'm watching the replay. The fractions were fine. The fractions were fine. He just, didn't fire as i'm watching the head-on right now of the stretch yep. here because there was a little bit of i mean jose goes left-handed <laughs> excuse me he just didn't have the horse i mean there's just really
2: he's just not there yeah i mean every yeah, he I, had a, he did you if we if we would have mapped the race out and we said this is how it's going to go wouldn't yeah. we have said epicenter uh early voting was the winner i mean if we if i explained epicenter is going to be in the last yeah, he's going to get these fractions, then I would think he's the winner. And Zandon wasn't even on him that close when they got to the
0: lane. So he wasn't really pressuring him. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with Christine. I mean, he, he's a nice horse. Um, early voting yeah, just, to me will definitely go. The, I think he'll definitely go to the Travers. Yeah. I would not rule out early voting win the Travers yet. I don't, I don't know what happened today. Let, let's see. Maybe he bled me. I don't know. Let, let's see what the, they say, but I mean, yeah. he gave it up pretty badly. And that's very surprising because usually when these gun runners get good, Pete, they get really good. So uh, of, of everything I'm most surprised about this race, I would say is it was two things. the That epicenter was in last, number one. And number two, that early voting just didn't fire. Those are my two um, shocking things. Uh, any la- final thoughts on early voting before we talk about Tawnyport quickly, Pete?
2: No, I think we hit it all.
0: Uh, Port, a good third. Did get a perfect I- trip. He's just a good,
2: but he's a good horse. Yeah. He's a good horse. I mean, he's not, he's not at the level. He's not going to win any of these, the big, big ones, but I mean, he's just, he's improving. He's good. He's one you'd like to see come back maybe next year or two, or in some of the lower, you know, some of those lower races. I'd be curious to see if he goes to the Travers or maybe he would, I guess, or if like the Pennsylvania comes up a little softer, I don't know something. I don't know what they would do with that one, but I think he's yeah. just a good, yeah. I like I like what he, you know. Here's the comment, which I think I kind of agree with.
0: With early voting? No, Not no, no. Wo- I-, I think they're talking. I think they're talking about early voting because this was the oh, okay. Wow. One. I think okay. I think I think Sunil is saying early voting is an – also wow, Sunil throwing some major shade. <laughs> I don't know about that. The horse just freaking <laughs> won the freakness over over the supposedly unbeatable epicenter. Um Suno, I'm gonna respectfully disagree with you about that comment. I think Truth Exposed is actually talking about early voting, which I, I, I gotta disagree, guys. I I I think he's a grade one animal. He won no, he's one.
2: talking no he, he just said he's talking tawny
0: port. Oh, they are okay. Sorry Truth. They yeah. are talking about Tawny. Yeah. Thank you, Truth, for, for uh clarifying. Yeah, he's a grade two. N- no question about it. You know where you know where Tawny port would be really good if it if it uh thanks truth we got it uh if the race actually i think the race does exist i'm not sure it's a greater race the breeders cup marathon dirt race i think tony Moore could be very dangerous in that race um thanks truth we got it um pete we got about two minutes we'll we'll show the replay of um this race next week either with tom durkin or on our next thursday show when we preview uh the whitney pete as we close out today's live show and i want to thank everyone once again the viewership pete was off the charts i think maybe our best live show ever I uh so. you myself and paul might have to reconsider our, our future live shows here maybe, <laughs> maybe do some more because we got an incredible amount of um viewership today and i forgot to even promote it on the show last thursday it's stupid me any final thoughts about the jim dandy or now what the travers looks like in your mind
2: I mean, my the biggest thing that comes out of it for me is now Epicenter has set himself up as the clear favorite, and I'm not sure who the next one is. In all honesty, I think the second spot, and I'm just Taba? talking to Travers for now. I mean, I, I well, Taba can't go in the Travers, obviously. Oh, that's
0: right. Why? Why is that? Can... <laughs> Sancho, we we're not gonna see Taba. He's trained by uh, some person that's not allowed there.
2: That's going to win a bunch of races later today. You mean in the at I our Delmar card that, that, you get to he, it? He yeah, not, he
0: might not be favored either. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry,
2: but I, I mean I just think he stamped himself as the as the the leader for the Travers, and I'm not sure who the second horse is, and I think that makes it a little bit interesting though. So if you ride Epicenter, if you're just looking from a gambling perspective, who are you going to have sort of behind Epicenter, and is it going to be Charge It, Cyberknife? Do you like Zandon coming back if early voting comes back? Artorius. that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good six, whatever I counted there. I might've miscounted, but Absolutely. that's a pretty good six right there. And I'm sure like homebrew is one. We're going to West Virginia. I don't know if you turn the yep. West Virginia and that's only a few weeks. That was a yep. good horse. If he's impressive in the West Virginia, then maybe yep. he comes back too. I don't know. Well, what I do you, what think. do you think
0: going in? Uh, well, if, if he, if he runs well in West Virginia, I think it's very, is that next week?
2: Yeah, think, or the yeah the eighth. What is that? When is that? Um, I think it's a, or the sixth. No, it must be the sixth, August sixth. Yeah, the sixth. I don't think
0: so. Anyway, Pete, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Appreciate. Uh, I want to say thanks to uh, Paul Halloran, my co-host, who was on earlier. Pete, thanks a lot for jumping in. I, I think this was more fun than lawn mowing. I, I'm assuming. <laughs> Definitely. I'm assuming there's gonna be some long mowing at uh, Saratoga, though. Did it come up <laughs> some with some grass races? Good luck to everyone in the late pick five. But Pete, again, thanks for joining us. I want to again thank everyone for watching the show. Uh, Again, next week, Wednesday night, Tom Durkin right here. And then next Thursday night, I just booked a guest. I'll talk about it on Twitter uh, later for our show next Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talking about the Whitney. This has been Howard Kravitz, episode 163, live coverage of the Vanderbilt and the Jim Dandy, Jackie's Warrior, and Epicenter get it done. Enjoy a Del Mar tonight and enjoy the rest of the weekend, everyone. Take care. Good night. Thanks.